words of Fanny Crosby, keep coming back to me in the song, Rescue the Perishing. The second stanza says, though they are slighting him, still he is waiting, waiting the penitent child to receive. Plead with them honestly, plead with them gentle. He will forgive if they only believe. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. Down in the human heart, crushed by the tempter, feeling lie buried that grace can restore, touched by a loving heart, wakened by kindness, cords that are broken will vibrate one more. And the last answer said, rescue the perishing, duty demands it, strength for thy labor the Lord will provide. Back to the narrow way, patiently wend them, tell the poor wanderer a savior has died. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. This is the work that was done to the man of God, the prophet, by the name of Jeremiah. We are looking at Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the 32nd verse, and the last word that time will not permit us to speak the verses about the prophets. That was the last name in the list among the other names. We looked at the prophet Elijah, and now we are looking at the prophet Jeremiah. We have seen thus far that Jeremiah made an announcement of what God said to him. The people got upset and they said that he was weakening the soldiers to go to fight. And they went on to the king and asked the king permission to put him down in a pit. And they put Jeremiah down in a dungeon where there was nothing but mire and he went and he sunk in that mud and he was there needing someone to rescue him and a man by the name of ebed melech he heard of what had happened to jeremiah and he went to the king and asked permission if he can take jeremiah out so what we are looking at this morning is that ebed melech had a request mentioned to the king chapter 38 jeremiah and verse 7 to verse number 9, the Bible says, Now when Ebed-Melech, the Ethiopian, one of the eunuchs which was in the king's house, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the dungeon, the king then sitting in the gate of Benjamin. As we look at verse 7, what we hear should affect our actions. This man, Ebed-Melech, heard that Jeremiah was in the pit and it affected him immediately and he moved to action. We are reminded that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we come to verse number eight. Ebed-Melech went forth out of the king's house and he spake to the king saying, my lord, the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet. Notice, he said, these men, they have done evil to Jeremiah the prophet. All that they have done is evil. Whom they have cast into the dungeon. This is the evil that they did. They cast Jeremiah 
into the dungeon. And he's like to die for hunger in the place where he is. Oh, at least someone cared enough. For there is no more bread in the city. Jeremiah did nothing that caused him to deserve that. All Jeremiah did was to say what God said. In chapter uh, 38 and verse number 2 to verse number 6, chapter 38, verse 2 to verse 6. Here's what the scripture said in verse 2. The Bible said, Thus said the Lord, He that remaineth in this city shall die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. But he that goeth forth to the Chaldeans shall live, for he shall have his life for a prey, and it shall live. Thus said the Lord, This city shall surely be given into the hands of the king of Babylon's army, which shall take it. Therefore the princes said unto the king, We beseech thee, let this man be put to death. For thus he weakened the hands of the men of war that remain in this city, and the hands of the people, in speaking such words unto them. For this man seeketh not the welfare of the people, but the hurt. Then Zedekiah the king said, Behold, he is in your hand, for the king is not he that can do anything against you. Then took their Jeremiah and cast him into the dungeon of Malchiah, the son of Hamelech, that was in the court of the prison, and they led down Jeremiah with cords, and in the dungeon there was no water but mire. So Jeremiah sunk in the mire. What a thing was done to this man. But here is an appeal, I say, an eloquent appeal that is made to the king. Now by Ebed Malak, who knew or who heard that Jeremiah was in the pit. May I say, you and I can do the same. We can come right into the presence of the king and make known our requests. And while we are in his presence, he will give us instructions as how to go about this work of rescue. When that is done, he will then commission us. For in chapter 38 of Jeremiah and verse 10, then the king commanded Ebed-Melech, the Ethiopian saying, take from hence, Totten men with thee, and take up Jeremiah the prophet out of the dungeon before he die. Wow. He did not only send Ebed-Melech to get Jeremiah, but he said, take totten men with you. Wow. I guess take these men with you just in case that any would come against you while you are taking out Jeremiah. You got help. May I say, the same is required of us, and that is to get to men and women, boys and girls, with the gospel before they die. Always remember that the scripture says, for as it is appointed unto men, once to die, and after death, the judgment. Many may tell you, when you're dead, you're done. That is not true. The truth of the matter is, when you are dead, you have just begun. Every born again believer should have an attitude towards the loss of that of Ebed Malek had of Jeremiah. He saw Jeremiah's need of someone to help him because he was helpless. He had a burden on his heart. And may I tell you, the men and women, boys and girls, that do not have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They are out there 
helpless, waiting for someone to come or to their rescue. Matter of fact, many of them don't even know the danger that they face without Jesus. May I say, if you are not burdened for the souls of your loved ones and of others, then we would need to seek an interview with the king and ask him about their lost salvation. If we would seek an interview with the Lord, we will be able to know they are lost. The Bible says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. To every man and woman, boy and girl, that has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Bible clearly teaches that such individuals are lost. Such individuals are sinners and such individuals need to be born again. You may say this morning, Pastor, I am not a sinner. May I remind you, the scripture says, Wherefore as by one man, sin enter into the world and dead by sin. So death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. In Romans chapter 3 and verse number 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6 and verse number 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Sin has wages, but we don't have to pay for our sin. Jesus Christ already paid the sin debt. He was crucified on the cross. He paid the debt that satisfied the Father for sin. There is no reason that you and I should turn around and pay for it again. He offers us a free gift of salvation. I trust today, if you had never received that gift of salvation, you will receive it now. In order for Jeremiah to get out of the pit, he had to accept the help that was granted to him by this black man, this colored man, this Ethiopian. Oh, when he sent those cards down, he instructed Jeremiah as what to do, and Jeremiah followed the instructions, and they were able to raise him out of the pit. If anyone without Jesus Christ will follow the instructions of the word, you too will be able to be raised out of the pit of sin. God loves you, and he wants you to be safe. Our Father, we come to you this morning and oh, how thankful we are to you that you have spared our lives to see another day. We pray that you will help us to be faithful and do all that we can for your honor and for your glory. We pray that throughout this day, every opportunity that you would give us to witness, that we will tell people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. The greatest need we have today, Lord, is not to be COVID-free, but to be sin-free. And you have said in your word, whom the Son set free is free indeed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for salvation that is free. Thank you that the best things in life, they are free. And Lord, help us as we freely receive that we will freely give. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good morning to each and every one of you. May you have a great day. God bless you. Stay safe and stay connected.